Well, the scripture I have to share with you this morning is one of my very uh, favorites. If I had to list uh, <clears throat> my very favorite scriptures, this would certainly be on the list uh, because it has my footprints on it. You know what I'm talking about? How many of you have some verses in the Bible that have your footprints on them? Why? Because you had to take a stand there and trust God. And you have found God's word to be uh, trustworthy. This is in 1 Peter, the fifth chapter. As we look at the seventh verse, a promise that probably most of us have claimed from time to time. As the Lord has encouraged us with the hope that we really don't have to bear our burdens alone. Did you come in this morning with a burden, a personal burden, a worry, a debt, a problem that you're carrying, a situation that you just can't get past? If I'd ask you, how are you doing this morning? Maybe you'd say, fine, under the circumstances. And I'd have to say, well, what are you doing under there? You don't have to live under the circumstances as you realize that God has promised to to relieve us of our burden. Jesus said in Matthew 11, Come to me, all you that are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Do we need rest? Do we want rest? Or would we rather hang on to our burdens would we rather carry our load in pride as if we want to convince the whole world we're strong enough to carry it verse 7 first peter chapter 5 here it is underline it if it's not already underlined in your bible if your footprints aren't already on it well this morning's a good time to place your trust, your confidence in this truth. Cast all your anxiety and worries upon him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a while, how long? A while, but just a while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast, in him be the power forever and ever. Okay, how many here want to be strong and steadfast, firm in him? Amen. How easy it is for us to be overwhelmed with the burdens of this world. God never intended for us to carry the weight of this life on our shoulders. <clears throat> a while back, I was uh, going to an early meeting and I stopped off at a McDonald's and went in and got a cup of coffee and grabbed a newspaper and I was sitting there and pretty soon I noticed this fellow that was sitting right across the restaurant there and he had this huge backpack 
And I noticed the huge backpack because he was a small man with this huge backpack. And there he was sorting out some of the items on the table that were in there. And I could tell that he must be on a long journey. So I watched him as he very carefully repacked his load, got his backpack in position on the bench so that he could get underneath it balanced just perfectly. And then he put the straps through his arms and he stood up and there he was. The backpack was as big as he was. And I said, are you going a long ways? And he looked at me kind of puzzled and said, no, just around here. And I watched him as he made his way out of the McDonald's across the parking lot over to the library that was nearby, and I realized that he was a homeless person. And since then, I have seen him at various places, at the library, at that McDonald's, and on street corners, and realized that this is his life. Carrying that huge backpack, just a few steps, wherever he can find some shade or a cup of coffee or some rest, and he sets it down, He rests, he reorganizes it, and he picks it up and carries it again. And I thought about him and thought, you know, some of us tend to live our lives that way, as if we have to carry this unnecessary burden on a journey to nowhere. Is that really the best way for us to live our lives? How many of you know that sometimes you carry burdens that are unnecessary? That you take on problems that God really didn't intend you to have. That God would relieve you and unload you if you gave him the chance in faith. Listen, I don't want to live this life like a homeless person carrying a backpack that's way too big, going nowhere. Yet, there are many Christians who get into patterns of life where that's kind of the way that they live. Jesus was referring to the burden uh, based on the culture where people understood the, the, the burden that was carried usually by beasts of burdens. You know, what you couldn't carry yourself, you put on a beast of burden like a, a donkey or a horse or a camel. And the great load that that animal would bear and the relief of that load. And as Jesus said, take my yoke upon you, they could relate to that because... It was that beast of burden that took on the yoke that carried the load that was such a relief from the weight that was on their own back. And so Jesus is saying, trust me, my shoulders are big enough for the load that you're carrying. Aren't you grateful for that this morning? How many really know that our Lord's shoulders are big enough to carry the burden of your life? What a comfort that is. What a reassurance that is. I was uh, remembering as a young dad how I used to really enjoy carrying my son on my shoulders. Dads, do you like to do that? Up to a point. You know, when he was two or three, a toddler, and I'd pick him up and put put him on my shoulders, I could walk, you know, half the day just having fun with Daniel on my shoulders. But by the time he got five or six and still wanted to be on my shoulders... And I still wanted to have him on my shoulders because that was a fun thing to do. I remember one year, and I think it was probably at the state fair, where it was hot and we were tired and he wanted to get on my shoulders. And I, you know, I lifted him up and put him up there. I took a few steps and I was so hot and tired and I was getting kind of irritated. So I set him down 
And I said, Daniel, I'm sorry, but I'm hot and tired and you're too big. He said, that's okay, I'll walk. (laughs) It was all my doing. He didn't particularly want to get on my shoulders that day. But it was the way we had done in the past. And so he was quick to jump up when he had the opportunity. And that made me think, you know, sometimes we carry burdens unnecessarily. And sometimes we need to make adjustments in life where we realize that God wants us to share the load with others. And quite frankly, he wants some people to carry their own load. That maybe they've been depending too much on us for carrying their load. How many know that parenting is really about that? It's about transferring, transferring the load, the burden, the responsibility to the next generation. And sometimes there's resistance there. Sometimes children want to rush ahead and take on more responsibility than they're capable of. And we as parents have to wisely, so very wisely, transfer the load, the responsibility that we're carrying as parents to our children. And so it goes from generation to generation. But we have a loving father who's always there, who's always ready to take our burden. I was reading about Gordon MacDonald, who's a great writer, devotional writer and preacher, and he was talking about how he was with his son at the beach one day in California, and they decided to hike up in the cliffs, and uh, soon he realized that his son had disappeared and he couldn't find him, so he's going back and forth through these cliffs and can't find his son. And, and uh, you know, his son was uh, about 10 years old, and uh, pretty soon he looked up and he saw that his son was up on this cliff quite a bit above him. And before he realized, his son jumped off the cliff into his arms. And so he managed to catch his son, and they both fell down and rolled around. And he said, well, son, why did you do that? And he said, because you're my dad. You know, what a great illustration. Because you're my dad. And I think about We've got a father that wants to catch us, that's able to catch us, that's always ready to catch us because he's our dad. And trust me, we can't handle the burdens of everyone. We can't even carry our own burdens, much less the burdens of others. And you know, sometimes people are leaning too heavily. Sometimes people jump for us to catch us, and we really aren't able to do that. And we need to learn, now hear this, very practical this morning. We need to learn to unload our burden in faith on the Lord and help others do the same. And how much lighter and more enjoyable our burden truly are, are, will be. You think about the burden, the burden that we tend to carry. How about the burden of unforgiven sin? Too much. We need to unload it. The burden of the law, trying to live up to all the regulations and the standards that we think God wants us to live up to. The burden of the past. We have memories, experiences that stay with us that really slow us down. We think about the burden of self-doubt as we're always uh, second-guessing ourselves and doubting our own abilities and our motives. How about the burden of trying to please others? Isn't that a heavy load to bear? Trying to live up to the expectations of other people. How many of you know that God doesn't want us to live up to everybody's expectations? He wants us to please Him. 
and realize that we can never please all of the people who think they know how to run our lives. The burden of uh, past failures, the burden of fear. We realize all of these burdens that we tend to carry. I'd like for you to see in this scripture, there is a wonderful plan for unloading our burden on God's shoulders. And it's so practical and it's so uh, easy to follow as we realize that this really makes sense in terms of how God wants us to deal with the problems in life that are overwhelming. <clears throat> and so here it is. I want to make give you seven steps. Really, there are seven suggestions. You might come at it a different way and come up with a different list, but this is my list based on this scripture in 1 Peter chapter 5. Okay? Now, this is something that can help you and that you can pass on to others to help. How do we truly unload our burdens on the Lord in faith? Well, first thing we need to do is what it says in verse 6. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may lift you up in due time. We need to humble ourselves before God. I'll never forget a wise elder in the first church that Ginger and I served in is in youth ministry. And he said, remember, Dan, humble yourself so God won't have to humiliate you. Is that good wisdom? Good counsel? How many of you know if you don't humble yourself, it's only a matter of time until you're humiliated? We humble ourselves. We realize that we're not perfect. We admit that God is perfect. We realize our need. We humble ourselves and we ask for God's help. This is the first relief that we experience. We don't have to be proud and perfect all the time. In fact, God doesn't want us to be proud and pretend that we're perfect. He wants us to humble ourselves before him. And we say, have you prayed that prayer recently? God, I can't, but you can. Be made strong in my weakness. The apostle Paul said that's the key to spiritual maturity. We realize our weakness and we ask for God's strength. Number two, he says, that he may lift you up in due time. What's that? Well, be patient with God. Have you been a Christian long enough to realize that God always takes longer than we want him to, to fix things, to answer prayer? Now, sometimes he's, he surprises us, but most of the time, it seems like he's going to be let, late. Now, trust me, God is never late. Now, he's often last minute, but he's never late. And God knows the true timetable of when things need to actually be accomplished. Now, don't forget that God's been doing a pretty good job of managing this universe up to now. And when it comes to your problems and your needs, he knows what to do. He knows how long it needs to take. And he knows how to complete it in the way that will ultimately glorify him. So this sounds kind of crazy, but we got to be patient with God. That's what faith is all about. Being patient with God. Number three, cast your anxiety, your worries upon him. This is to actually unload our burdens in faith upon him. This is strong language. This is an aggressive move where we cast, we throw 
We push over. I like to, the word to unload these burdens upon God. And what a relief. How do we do this? We do it in faith. There's a very good scripture that goes along with this in uh, <clears throat> Philippians chapter 4. Can we turn there for a moment? And uh, see, here we read instruction on how we are to do this. Philippians chapter 4. We see verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident in all things. The Lord is near. Be anxious about nothing. But here it is. In everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Through prayer, we unload. It's the prayer of faith. I can remember a particular night when I was overwhelmed with weary, worry and anxiety and fear. And I was struggling and struggling, trying to get a hold of this verse. And I actually did this. I got up out of my bed. I got a blank sheet of paper. I wrote down, made a list of everything I was worrying about. Have you ever done this? Made a specific list of everything I was worrying about. And then I wrote the, the, the reference, 1 Peter 5, 7. And then I X'd them out. And guess what? I set the list aside and I went right to sleep. Having unloaded my burden upon God. Now what happens when you do that? Something happens spiritually. Something happens emotionally. There is a release. As we realize we don't have to carry our burdens alone. Number four. Notice verse six it says, or verse eight. Be self-controlled and alert. Now, what does this mean? Okay, this is number four. Let me just say it this way. God says, behave yourself. <laughs> Don't get into more trouble. Don't confuse the issue. Don't start talking, especially arguing again with other people. Leave it alone. Behave yourself and trust God. And realize that God's given you all that you need to carry the load of your life, but you need to behave yourself and not get into additional trouble. How many of you know that it's real easy, as soon as God gets you out of trouble, to get back into trouble if you don't behave yourself? Because most of the trouble in our lives is because we misbehave. We cross over boundaries. We get into conflict. We don't treat other people right. We're irresponsible. And so you cast your burden on the Lord and then you go back and get in trouble all over again? No. You behave yourself. You learn your lesson. And God will help you to keep out of additional trouble. Also here, it says to <clears throat> be self-controlled and then be alert. I call this paying attention. Pay attention to what's important. Pay attention to what the Holy Spirit is saying in your heart. Pay attention to your circumstances in terms of your priorities and how to honor God and to be obedient. Pay attention to what God's word is telling you. Pay attention to good counsel. Pay attention to the wisdom that you already have that God wants you to implement. 
And so, to behave ourselves and pay attention, that leads to greater peace. Number six, here we see that we're not just in this struggle ourselves, but the enemy of God is after us to destroy us, to actually, to actually, in his war against God, it is his desire to destroy our lives. And so ultimately, the enemy is not ourselves, not others, but God's enemy, Satan himself. And what is our response to, to Satan? Do we get up and start fighting him? No, simply to resist him. And how do we resist him? Well, remember, Jesus, in the wilderness of temptation, resisted the devil by quoting God's word. And so it is. God's word is our great sword against the attacks of the enemy. And we need to position ourselves in faith and resist him. And be comforted by this. Satan's attacks are real, but they're always temporary. He'll come in for a season of temptation. He'll come in with great pressure. He'll come in with great deception and trying to cause great destruction. If we'll just hold firm, he only has the opportunity for a temporary period, and then it's over. And God has a way of refreshing us and strengthening us. And so we're going to have to resist the devil. How many of you know when you give the Lord a burden, Satan comes right back around with accusation and deception. He tries to get you to pick it back up again. And you just refuse it. I heard the testimony of a young Christian who said that she just was worrying about this sin that she had committed years before and how it was always a source of guilt and a problem in her her relationship with God. And then one day she read the verse that said that God threw her sin into the sea of forgetfulness. And so she said that she just, I'm going to confess this and pray one more time. And then she said, after I threw, after I knew that I'd given my sin to God and that God threw it into the sea of forgetfulness, I knew that he put up a sign that said, no fishing. Don't go back and fish. You don't need that guilt. That sin is gone. Yet we do fish, don't we? We do go back, and we, and we, we don't have to. Know this. Hear this, folks. All of our sin that's forgiven is covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's only Satan's deception that makes us think that we're still guilty of that sin. Well, the final step, number seven, is revealed here in verse 10 as it says, The God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you suffered a while will himself restore you and make you strong. What is this seventh step? Let God restore you. Accept his healing. Accept his rest. Accept his restoration. God wants to restore you. God doesn't want you to be overwhelmed by your burden. He wants to give you renewed strength. So, what about your burden this morning? Are you done with it? This doesn't mean that we live irresponsibly and we stop uh, dealing with the issues of life and trying to solve problems and make sure that we do what we can to, for ourselves. No, this is an attitude of heart where we realize that God really wants to 
take our burdens in such a way that we can know his strength in a very practical way and we don't need to be overwhelmed by the problems of our lives. What a great blessing it is to know that we can truly, truly, truly trust him. We realize that as surely as we cast our burdens upon him, he proves himself faithful. Now, as we conclude this morning, let me ask you a question and be real, real honest. How many of you know that there are times that you worry more than you need to? Let's take that worry to the Lord. Lord, forgive us for worry, which really is a kind of unbelief where we're not really in faith trusting you for those things which are troubling us. And Lord, we ask you to strengthen our hearts, help us to unload our burdens your way, because you care for us, O oh God. Because, Lord, you know how to give us the strength to endure the things that we really need to face. And, Lord, we just pray especially for that person here this morning that may be feeling completely overwhelmed by life. It may be bills or relationships or health or whatever it is, O oh God. And we ask for encouragement and for strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please stand. Sam's going to lead us in a song. The altar is open for prayer. If you have a personal need and would like uh, someone to pray with you, please come forward, especially if you need to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. There's room at the altar here for you. Uh, if you need prayer for your body this morning, if you need prayer for guidance, whatever it is, don't hesitate uh, to ask. And how many this morning will join me in a prayer of faith as we unload our burdens on the Lord? Will you join me in that prayer? Father, we thank you, Lord, that we all have had this experience. Oh, God, some of us are having it right now. Lord, help us now by your grace just to unload our burdens in faith, knowing that you love us, that we can cast all of our cares upon you because you truly, truly care for us. Lord, we thank you for this time together this morning. We ask you, O oh God, to dismiss us with your blessing and with encouragement and hope, O oh God, to serve you in a stronger and better way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You know, this altar is just a good place just to lay our burdens down and not pick them up again. And so, please, uh, you're invited to come forward if you'd like to. As we're dismissed this morning, know that God is able to carry the burden which is overwhelming for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.